Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you, enjoying conversation like I do every week with local people talking about local things going on in the world of real estate. And remember, it's not just buying and selling real estate. It's about living, living in northern Nevada with the real estate that you just purchased. Many people are moving to Nevada from other states. They don't really know what's going on. So we like to keep people up on some of the fun things to do, some of the benefits of living in northern Nevada, and also a great way to get acquainted with your new neighbors. Welcome to Nevada. With me in the studio today, I have a man that knows a lot of Nevada, a lot about Nevada. His name is Lee Adams. Lee is the general manager of one of the most fun radio stations in northern Nevada that I enjoy listening to, Reno's Crazy 80s. Lee Adams, welcome to our show. Thank you so much, Peter. Congratulations for this show, and thank you for the invitation today. I'm very happy that you're here, Lee. You know, it seems like just yesterday, my favorite station left northern Nevada. I, at that time, I was really into jazz, and we had a jazz station here in northern Nevada. And I, it was like I found one station that you know I could escape from the politics, escape from the news, escape from all the bad things, right, to get attention. So much good happens in the world. Unfortunately, much of the media focuses on the bad things that go on in the world. Well, that was years ago. Now, I have a new oasis over the air. <laughs> Tell us about Crazy 80s. Well, the idea behind Crazy 80s is the 80s were crazy, and we're crazy about the music from the 80s. Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. lived through the 80s, I haven't found one person that would argue that it was mm -hmm. crazy. You know, it was crazy, but it was a fun crazy. Yeah, good I kind of crazy. I remember, well, look, let's face it. The 80s was disco, was it not? Disco was ending, and dance music really had to reinvent itself because people were so tired of the Bee Gees and Donna Summer and mm -hmm. all the disco that played over and over in the late 70s yeah. that they wanted something new by the turn of the decade. Uh -huh. And so some, what are some of the artists that we can think about that launched in the 80s? I would say Michael Jackson, Madonna, uh -huh. Prince, yeah. Tears for Fears. I mean, some of the greats. Right. The greats, they launched in the 80s, and some of them are still rocking, still going. That's right. Aerosmith's in that category, and oh, they, they're yeah. still putting out new music today, and it has stood the test of time. But as we've gotten further away from the 80s, there's been less and less of that music on the radio, so I felt it was time to have a radio station devoted entirely to 80s. You know, there's so many people that can target special interests nowadays, Lee. Um, that demographic, the people that listen to Crazy 80s, they're probably in the, you know, some of the peak times in their lives. They were probably 20, 30, maybe 40 years old. And so if that's the case and you look back, these are people that are mature people now, 50s, 60s, in their 70s. And they listen to the 80s and, you know, it's it's a spark of energy. It's rejuvenating is what it is. Right. It brings us right back to what we were doing in the 80s, how we felt in the 80s, what we smelled in the 80s, <laughs> what we heard in the yeah. 80s, what we talked about in the 80s. It all comes rushing back when you hear these songs. Northern Nevada is a great place to buy real estate. It's a great place to own real estate. You know, it's really a great place to live, Lee, and that's why we're talking with the people that have moved to, let's say, in the last five to ten years to northern Nevada, and they've seen northern Nevada, Reno, Sparks, Carson City, the metro areas, the, the suburb areas around it, start to change, go through some dramatic changes. And, you know, that can add an element of stress to our world, and yet it opens up an element of opportunity. And so people need to know what's happening, where are, what is happening now, because things have changed pretty substantially in the last 10 years. Having a station like Reno's Crazy 80s, it's more of an opportunity for the market, I believe, Lee, than most people think. And I, the reason I say that is because I've been in the world of broadcasting for many, many years. And for the most part, broadcasting across America is corporate. It's a corporate lifestyle. It's a corporate world. When I started in the broadcast world back in the late 70s and 80s, crazy as it was, Lee, uh, mostly it was local ownership, local people living in a market, making decisions locally on how the TV, the radio, the print, whatever the media is, is going to interact to 
tell us how your station is in that realm. Well, we're not a corporate station. It's a locally owned, locally operated. The decisions are made here by me and my staff, and it's such a thrill to not have someone looking over your shoulder, second-guessing your decisions every mm -hmm. step of the way, mm -hmm. calling you on the carpet about this one or that one. I love it that the people who are involved in the decisions are the ones who are talking with, having dinner with, mm -hmm. going to school with people who live here in northern Nevada every day and understand what the issues are here and how people are feeling about them. I'm talking with Lee Adams. Lee is the general manager of Crazy 80s Radio. It's 93.7 FM. Yes. And it, what a fun station it is. I encourage people to tune in when they're not listening to my show, Lee. But, you know, the, one of the things that you have control of when you're a local operator, like you talk about, is looking at what the local community needs and how you can serve that community. You have a big project going on now that involves high school sports. And a lot of our listeners, they might have kids or grandkids or their neighbor's kids or their friend's neighbor's kids, but high school sports is really a big thing in Northern Nevada. Talk to us about what you're doing. Well, we have Bishop Minogue High School football on the air every Friday afternoon, or evening rather. Mm -hmm. We start a pregame show at 6.30 where we can get an in-depth interview with both opposing mm -hmm. coaches every week prior to the kickoff. So not only do we broadcast the game, we put the coaches on the air, we put the players on the air, we get the listeners familiar with these voices and faces, and we cover the high school kids who don't get m much coverage. There's a definite need for more coverage for our local athletes. What are they doing with their lives? What are their dreams and goals for when they graduate from high school and where are they gonna go next in their lives? So yeah. we cover them pregame, we cover the game, and we have something new this year that we're gonna add at 10 o'clock on Friday nights, we'll have a scoreboard show that's going to be heard all across the state of Nevada on 10 different radio stations where the coaches call in, the players call in, oh, and we nice. provide scores and interviews after the games. Oh, how fun. You know, a lot of people, when they're leaving the game, uh, if they go to the game, they, they, they're talking about the game, and they'd like to know more of what happened, what happened. That's a great idea, Lee, because when I go to whether it be at high school games or college games, that's exactly what's going on. People are talking about the game, so you have a, almost have a built-in audience there. I think so, and when they're driving around, they're usually going to a restaurant after a game or something mm -hmm. like that, and it's an hour before television newscast and the highlights don't come until 1120. So mm -hmm. we have that window after the high school game around 945 or 10 yeah. o'clock at night when people, almost all of them, are in their cars to bring them some more high school football coverage. Oh yeah, that's very nice. And it's Bishop McNogue that you have. That's very exciting because I've always, you know, Bishop McNogue brings a lot of excitement in their, in their uh, sports programs. And I always think of Bishop McNogue in Northern Nevada because I used to be, when I was in Texas, uh, managing a television station there, we were the Notre Dame station. Hmm. And it had a certain kind of appeal, right? Because there's all kinds of great teams that play against Notre Dame, and there's just a certain rah-rah there. And I think Bishop Minogue is kind of along that line in the same in northern Nevada from the high school level. And high school sports is so much fun because it really is fun. You see all kinds of kids, all shapes, all sizes. And I love that the coaches give everybody a chance, in most cases, that's on the team to get out there and do their best they can to win. You know, it's more pure than college football. It's more pure than NFL football. These kids aren't getting any money, and they're not getting a, a free education because of it. They're playing football because they love football, and this is yeah. going to be the end of their careers for 99% yeah. of these athletes. They're not going to be moving on to the next level, so the high school season is it and when you get to your senior year for instance everybody who plays in a big game will remember that game their senior year for the rest of their lives oh, these yes. are lifelong memories i oh, don't care yeah. how old you live to you'll still remember what happened in your senior season oh my gosh in the big game yeah. i remember my senior year like it was yesterday <laughs> i absolutely do and all the fun that we had and all the things that were there and it is one more way of memorializing the year, the event, the time, the moment, the game, because you are broadcasting the game. Are you broadcasting the games live? Are they on a delayed basis? How no, they're live. So live as it happens, and then commentary after the game. And uh, it's, a, it's a big commitment on your part, Lee, to do that. But I know why you're doing it. It's because if you want to be successful, 
especially in our business in the broadcast and media world, you have to know what's going on in the local community, and you have to give something back. You got to, you know, I can't see that this is going to make you a, a quadrillionaire, <laughs> uh, Lee, uh, because uh, the money trickles down from pro sports to the college world to the minor leagues, and let's face it, there's no money to be made in uh, in high school football. But I know that it, there's a tremendous time, effort, and expense. And I know you can't do that without your sponsors. That's right. We thank them so much. If they went away forever, the broadcast would go away forever. Sure. And they're the reason that we're able to broadcast here in 2019. Mm -hmm. There is still interest in high school football. There's still love for high school football. And these sponsors make this possible, no doubt about it. It costs money to put these games on. Yeah. As you are moving into the season, uh, is this your first week of launch? Is this you're going to launch it tomorrow night, Friday night? That's right. From wow. Las Vegas. We'll be in Las Vegas for game one. Uh -huh. Desert Pines is hosting the Bishop Minogue Miners. It's a big, big matchup. This is the number two team in the state, Desert uh -huh. Pines Jaguars, and Bishop Minogue is number four in the state. Uh -huh. So it is a matchup of two of the very top elite high oh, school football programs nice. in Friday, Nevada. A Friday night football game. Yes. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's a great way to support local community events, a great way to support the youth of Northern Nevada. If you're new to Northern Nevada, if you've lived here all your life, it doesn't matter this is a great way to step forward and say, I like what the youth of today, I like to see what they're doing. You know, Lee, I think a lot of young people, I was one of them, we could get in trouble if we didn't have something good to focus on. And let's face it, when you're young, you want people to see what you're doing, and if you're doing your best, all the more. This is a great way to show your appreciation when people do the best. Again, Lee, tell us about the broadcast, day and time. It'll be every Friday night, 6.30 for the pregame show. You can hear us on 93.7 FM in Reno and also worldwide at renoscrazy80s.com. And our new scoreboard show will be streamed at silverstatescoreboard.com. Silverstatescoreboard.com and renoscrazy80s.com. All right, Lee, we're going to put your information on our website. Nevada Real Estate Radio will make it easy for people to find you. I hope you can stay with us and uh, join us again, in fact, so that uh, you can keep us going up to speed on how the games are going and how the broadcasts are going and remind people that these games are coming up very exciting. Thank you for being here, Lee. I'd love, I'd love to. Thank you, Peter. We'll be back after this. Age International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Bear, party animal, line one. My owner's mad because he spilled guacamole. He's going to be madder when he finds out it was me. CJ's recommended carpet care. He does a great job. He's on time. He's quick. And he stands behind his work. Call 829-1551. I chihuahua. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla. Thanks for tuning into our show today. I really enjoyed my conversation in the last segment with Lee Adams. Lee is the general manager at Reno's Crazy 80s. It's a fantastic music station on 93.7 FM. It's been around for a year now, a little year plus. I went to their one-year anniversary, had a whole lot of fun and listen to some great music, and learn that Lee Adams is doing what he talked about earlier. He's going to be broadcasting high school football beginning tomorrow night on his radio station. And uh, it's going to be really fun because he's going to be um, uh, broadcasting the Bishop Minogue game and traveling to Las Vegas. And uh, it's going to be exciting. They're going to be playing Desert Pines School in Las Vegas, 7 p.m. on Reno's Crazy 80s, 93.7. It's a great way to support high school and youth and have fun, get away from all the noise, all the politics, all the bad news that the other options provide. So much. We don't need that. 
We need good, wholesome things. This is going to be a great thing to do. I want to talk about real estate. This is Nevada Real Estate Radio. And today I want to talk about one thing, and that is how important it is to show your home, always show your home, to have a home that is moving in the right direction when it comes to the value of the home. I'm talking about 10 home updates that you could do that could quickly increase the value of your home. If you live in an older home or you just bought a new home and you want to make it yours, these 10 updates might be a really good place to start. So guess, right? Everybody thinks about, oh, put in a swimming pool. No, (laughs) that's not one of the updates you can do to really get your home value up. Let's talk about the first update, and that is landscaping. Yeah, working on your yard or making it presentable so that you don't have to work on your, your yard. But, you know, I recently was looking at this research from a company called American Home Shield. And American Home Shield uh, did some research, and they found that landscaping is the number one thing to increase your home's curb appeal. And that can translate into an increase in property value of 5.5 to 12.7%. If you have mature plantings, They'll net you the biggest return on investment. So ideally, you'll begin landscaping long before you put your home on the market, right, if you're going to be selling your home. But to me, I want to enjoy my home, and I want that landscaping in as quickly as possible, especially if I'm buying new construction. A cohesive landscaping plan will give you the best return on your investment for your money and also the best investment on what you are buying that home for in the first place, to enjoy living in your home. So remember, even if you can't afford to hire a professional landscaper, you should take a little time to plan out your new landscaping before you plant anything. Here's some mistakes I've made. Because I've started sometimes with a blank canvas, I overplant. I've got way too many plants. And in many cases, when I planted, I thought I had plenty of room, right? Because the plants were tiny and there was nothing out there anyway. Well, lo and behold, I figured out I'm a good gardener. I've got a green thumb. Problem is, though, I've got so many plants, well, they're just unmanageable. Well, when that happens, that is when you know that you've got to do some thinning. You can avoid having to do too much thinning by really being careful on, you know, what you plant and when you plant it and make sure to understand the mature size of the plant or tree as opposed to just thinking about what it looks like now. So, If you know a tree is going to be 20 feet wide when you plant it, you really shouldn't plant another tree in that same range, right, that that could be impacted by that tree. Uh, And if you do, you're probably going to be needing to cut one of them down or doing a whole lot of trimming. What's the second thing you can do? It's a kitchen remodel. Even a minor kitchen remodel can return huge money if you spend it in the right way. It can return up to 80% of the money you spend when it's time to sell it. So what does that 20% mean? You don't get recover that 20%, but think about what you're going to enjoy when you do the remodel. So this is more for people that want to stay in their home, but they don't want to go out and shop for a new home and go to the hassle of moving. Refacing cabinets, installing new countertops and floors, redoing the lighting, installing a new sink, fixtures, all that can range somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, in the average, ten to $15,000. In most cases, people look for bigger or more updated kitchens when they're shopping for a home than what they already have. So a kitchen update might just be able to seal a deal for you or your property when it comes time to sell because you're going to have something that is right on the cutting edge or as close to the cutting edge as opposed to somebody who's selling a home with a kitchen from the 90s or the 80s, right? Um, You know that people will be looking at that home if you're wanting to sell it, if it's too outdated and think, do I really want to buy this home and take on all that big responsibility and the time of, you know, of doing what you have to do? It's big to do a kitchen remodel and it's expensive. You have to have the right money and the time. If you try doing it yourself, more time and more hazard. Consider it, though. If you want to put some money in your house, a kitchen remodel might be a good way. Well, maybe the kitchen isn't the right way to go for you, though, right? Maybe you're okay with the kitchen, or the money differences just does not allow you to do that. Maybe you can live with it a little bit longer, but you want to do something? How about a bathroom remodel? 
bathroom remodels are really another expensive update that buyers like to see already done. So much so that a minor bathroom model could actually increase your property value slightly to significantly. Let's say you spend twenty thousand to remodel a bathroom. You'll get back about thirteen seven at the resale on average. A complete bathroom redo might cost as much as sixty thousand or more. You'll recoup about sixty percent of that when you sell, but it's better than doing other things that would recoup you less or that you could enjoy less. Here's what I tell people about the bathroom remodel, ladies and gentlemen. How much time do we spend in the bathroom? How often do we go to the bathroom? How many people are using the bathrooms? You know what I'm saying? The bathroom is one of the most used and popular rooms in the entire house. I guarantee you, you will not go through 24 hours of being in your home without going into at least one of your bathrooms. That's why I think the bathroom is one of the most critical and one of the best investments you can do to a home because it has a big impact. And it's not as big and as complicated and as complex as a kitchen remodel. Think about that. The bathroom remodel could bring you back a lot of peace of mind, a lot of comfort, and truly more equity and value when it comes time to sell in your home. So what's after that? Number four, what is the other thing that we could do to our home to increase its value? Ten quick updates is what we're talking about today. We're on number three, moving to number four, adding a deck, D-E-C-K, adding a deck. You'll recoup about 75% of the cost of adding a 16 by 20 foot wooden deck, although it can vary, you know, depending on where you live and depending on exactly the type of wood that you use. Um, in the south, where the air feels like hot soup, a deck addition can recoup up to 83% of its cost. So really, depending on where you are and what kind of relaxation amenity, I like to call it, do you have in the home that you have now, if there's not much, if you don't have an entryway, if you don't have a balcony, if you don't have a porch, if it's just your house, you step outside and you're in the dirt, you need something. A deck at that point, right, could add huge value to your home. And think about the comfort that you're going to have and the enjoyment that you're going to have in that home when you add a wooden deck or a, uh, a composite type of deck. There's a variety of ways to go. And it says you can recoup about 75% of the cost when you sell the, the deck. So, heck, live in there two, three, four years or more after you add that deck, get a lot of enjoyment out of it. And uh, you're, you're basically getting everything you wanted out of that deal as long as it fits with the home that you have already. You don't want to overbuild, right? You want to make sure that the type of deck and the size of the deck is commensurate with the type of home and the size of home that you have already. Remember, it's got to look like it's supposed to be there, not like it was thrown on and, and just hanging out there like you know somebody attached a new limb. No. Uh, have a pro help you with the design. If you can't do it with yourself, uh, talk to us. We've got some great opportunities on adding decks uh, that we've worked on here at Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're happy to share those for you at no cost. Just send us an email. Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com and tell me you want to find out about adding a wooden deck to your home. The next thing you can do to your home to increase its value, I'm not sure, well, you know, their list. See, this list is from the good folks at American Home Warranty, and they compiled a lot of information from across the country as to what it can really do if you do various things to your home when it comes to increasing value. And they gave us the 10 things. Get this, number five, finishing a basement. I'm not sure many of our listeners know what a basement is. I don't know that I've been in a basement since moving to northern Nevada. When I lived in Colorado, we had basements. It was Tornado Alley where I lived, so you needed a basement for shelter and protection. And I remember my mom as a young boy there. She had a cistern, uh, and she also had a cellar. And so there were, you know, those uses below ground. I remember some homes were actually basement homes. All you saw was the roof sticking out of the ground, and the rest of the home was in the ground. It was built that way for shelter and for protection from the heat and the cold. But in northern Nevada, 
I'm not sure finishing a basement is the way to go, especially if you don't have a basement. You have to start there. But if you have a home in another part of the country where basements are common, and ladies and gentlemen, more and more of our real estate investors, they're buying homes as investments more and more outside of Nevada. I have a good friend who recently bought a home in Arkansas. And it's unbelievable what you can buy in Arkansas, three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, somewhere in the neighborhood of $60,000. Amazing, amazing the difference. Now, you may not want to live there, but with all of the digital technology that we have in the world now, you can actually own real estate in other states like my brother does. And you don't even have to live there because you can monitor it through a, your management company and through the video services that allow you to take a full tour of that home anytime the, the day or night that you want to. Invest in other parts of the country. That, that, ladies and gentlemen, is when you may want to consider finishing a basement if you have a home in that area. We have more to talk to you about and give you advice on, on quick updates that can quickly increase the value of your home. But we have to take a break, so please hang on. We'll be back after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert. I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery. Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction Jackson. He's the best. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. I want to talk to real estate investors at this time about your real estate holdings. How do you hold your real estate? Is it in your personal name? Is it in the name of your spouse, yourself? Maybe you put your child on there too. You know, that's not necessarily a good idea if you have investment real estate. I mean, you have to shelter your assets from the main predators that are out there. Crocodiles, sharks, and attorneys. People want to sue others at the drop of a hat nowadays. If anything happens on your investment property, a slip and fall or some other kind of natural disaster that impacts the occupants that are paying you rent to live in your home or duplex or if it could be investment business property, it doesn't matter. If you own it in your own name, you're asking for trouble. I'm not an attorney, but I'll tell you what. I've talked to a lot of attorneys and I've been in many, many legal situations. If you own real estate anywhere and you own it as a sole proprietor, you are very likely to be sued at some point in your life because it's just that world we live in. It's a litigious world. I recommend that you check out the formation of your company and your real estate holdings by talking with Sherry Hill at Sage International. She's the wealth protection diva. 26 years she's been helping make great people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. And you'll just be amazed after you talk to her. Ask her for a free consultation. All of Sherry's information is on our website. You can reach her by email, sherry at sageintl.com. And tell her Peter sent you. With me in the studio earlier today, I had Lee Adams. 
Lee is the general manager of Reno's Crazy 80s. But we had a good time. We're talking about all the fun things that are going to be happening on Reno's Crazy 80s, 93.7 FM. It starts with high school football this Friday, August 30th, live from Las Vegas, Bishop Minogue football coming from Desert Pines High School in Southern Nevada. And we're going to get all the play-by-play action and color and commentary afterwards from the team at Reno's Crazy 80s, 93.7 FM. We're talking about some of the things here now about increasing the value of your home if you ever want to sell the home, if you need to sell it quickly, or if you just want to enjoy your home. It's nice to know that money, money that you put into your home is really adding some value to the home, you know, equity, if you will, um, curb appeal, if you will. And you never know sometimes. So most people move in you know, in their lives three, five years, and they're moving again for whatever reason, buying and selling. And you may think now that you just bought your home, you don't need anything to do, uh, but you uh, uh, figure you're going to be living there all your life, right? Wrong. You're not going to. Most people don't in about three to five years. So at some point, one of the options you'll have to move in is upgrading your home to some degree. You might want to do it sooner than five years, and you want to know, is it worth it? Here's a quick recap. Number one, landscaping. Number two, kitchen remodel. Number three, bathroom remodel. Number four, adding a deck. Number five, finishing a basement. If you have a property that has a basement, you can get an average of 70% of the cost of its value of that finishing of a basement when you come to sell it. So again, if you're going to enjoy it for 30%, it's really a good way to recoup a lot of your costs. So let's move on to the next one, replacing the windows. The windows with new ones is a good one to attract buyers. It's a new way to get back a big percentage of what you spend on windows at resale. Research says that you'll get about 73% of what you spend on upgrading windows. You'll get that at resale. If you live in a major city, you might get back even more than what you paid for your replacement windows when you sell. In desert climate, install low E windows, right? This is not going to get so cold there. The fact is, if you have windows, let's say you've got a house that's just got single pane or bad old double pane windows. If somebody's trying to sell that house, I don't care what price you're asking, people are going to want a reduction in price. They're going to want to know about those windows or they're going to have to figure out that they're going to have to allocate some of their own money after they buy the home to replace the windows. So obviously, in that instance... If you replace the windows with newer contemporary windows, newer energy-efficient windows by today's standards, I think you're going to get a lot more than 73% out of what you spent at the resale because that's going to be a selling point and a selling advantage. So even though it's number six on our list, I'd like to see replacing the windows, taking care of the windows, up higher. But it's still something to have on that list because it's the top 10 that we're talking about today. What's the seventh, seventh best thing that you can do to update and increase the value of your home quickly is replacing your garage door. The average garage door replacement costs over $3,500. And guess what? It nets back almost the same amount when you go to selling it, assuming it's a two-car garage. A new car uh, inside of a new garage is an awesome thing, right? But get this. The new garage door alone is one of the biggest factors when it comes to boosting curb appeal. I mean, most garage doors face the curb. So a big part about what people see when they pull up to your home, whether they're interested in buying it or not, when people see your home, one of the first impressions they get of your home is the garage door. So ask yourself, what's that garage door look like? It could be one of the most valuable home updates in terms of ROI. Seriously, return on investment. I mean, just look at how much it is. A lot of these other things we're talking about cost $10,000, $15,000, $50,000, $60,000. This is a uh, cost of about $3,500 more or less. Replacing your garage door, professionally installed, professional operation, that $3,500 could be a great investment into your home. We're going to move on now to item number eight in our list of 10 home updates that can quickly increase your home's value. 
the exterior door replacement. The new the door that greets people when they come to visit you. Like new garage doors, new exterior doors boost your home's curb appeal immediately. 20-gauge steel doors also enhance your home's security. 20-gauge steel doors. The average exterior door replacement costs about $1,800. If you're looking to wonder what that could increase the value, the estimate from American Home Shield is that you could recoup at sale about $1,300 of that $1,800 investment. So you don't get all the money back, of course, because you're going to have lived in that home after you install that replacement door. But just think about what you like. You like to have good curb appeal when people come to see your home. And you like to feel secure in your home because of the doors, right? That's one very important element. So look at your door. That might be a way to solve two things at the same time. And then you get the benefit of increased value, right? So new door replacement. That's your exterior door. That's number eight. And number nine, the number nine thing that you can do to update and quickly increase the value of your home is this new siding. Your house can be the nicest one on the block in every other way, but if the siding is old and worn out, the whole house will look dilapidated. Installing new siding is like giving your home a facelift. For about $16,000, it says, you can replace about 1,250 feet of siding, and you'll get back about 75% of that when you sell. I have mixed feelings about number nine, ladies and gentlemen. Not everybody wants siding on their home. But if you have rental property, let's say, and you have a neighborhood that has siding as a common way to finish homes in the neighborhood, if it would fit in the neighborhood, might be a good idea. My brother lives in a neighborhood that has really nice homes, and some of them have really nice new siding. That's what he did, and his home looked great. He told me he's never going to have to paint it. I don't believe that, but hey, he's a big proponent of siding. New siding, it says on this report, can get you back about 75% of the cost when you sell it because nobody wants to buy a home that has problems on the exterior, right? Bad paint, bad stucco, whatever it is. If somebody's looking to buy that home, they're going to want a discount or you're going to have to price it lower. New siding can overcome that. And if you're a really great shopper like my brother is and a great installer, self-doer like my brother is, you might find that new siding on your home could be one of the best ways to increase the value and the uh, the main thing is get it done fast. Finally, number 10. The number 10 thing that you can do to update and increase your values home is this. Focus on a working fireplace. Yeah, a fireplace. If you have a working fireplace in your home, make sure you keep it. If you have a non-working fireplace in your home, it may be worth the cost of getting it working again. Each functioning fireplace in your home can add about 12% to the home's value. That's unbelievable. Wow. 12%? Even if it's less than that. I love the fireplace, ladies and gentlemen. It's an enhancement. It's an it's like an activity, right? If you have a great working fireplace. My home has two. And I just think they're the best things you know obviously in the winter time we're home we're inside more and having a working fireplace is an it's an invitation for yourself your family and your friends to relax and to really take advantage of one of the best things about owning a home you get to do the things you want in your home you get to enjoy your home and a working fireplace to me this is this is a no-brainer if you can get it going a lot of codes in cities and counties and states across the country nowadays, though, they limit the kind of fireplace that you can get to, let's say, just a gas fireplace. Or in some cases, I've seen people have artificial fireplaces just so that it looks like a real fireplace. All of them are in about one thing, getting as close as you can to having a real fire to keep you warm. That's just a small list because there are many things that you can do to your home to enhance the value when you sell it and many things that you can do to do that quickly. We're going to talk about more of that in future shows, but for the time being, 
A quick recap of today's list of 10. First, landscaping. Number two, kitchen remodel. Number three, bathroom remodel. Number four, adding a deck. Five, finishing a basement. Six, replacing windows. Seven, replacing your garage door. Number eight, exterior door replacement. Number nine, new siding. And the 10th thing that you could do to update your home that would quickly increase its value is maintain, repair, and or install a working fireplace. We're going to talk more about Northern Nevada real estate after this quick message. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert. I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery? Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction Jackson. He's the best. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Bear, Country Dog, Line 2. Hey, Bear. Dirt, too. It's all over the carpet. What do I do? The best carpet cleaning company in town. Residential, commercial, tile, grout, carpet, upholstery cleaning. Call 829-1551. I'm calling CJ's now. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to tune in into our show today. I had a great time recently at hot August nights, driving around in a very cool Corvair and uh, just enjoying all the good things that happen in northern Nevada. You know, some of the best things that happen in northern Nevada, too, they're actually not in northern Nevada. I mean, what could be closer to northern Nevada than Truckee, California? It's only about a half hour, maybe 35 minutes from Reno, Sparks. And then beyond that, a couple hours later, Sacramento. Then maybe another hour beyond that, the Napa Valley area. It's kind of the area I was hanging out with a good friend of mine recently the lovely Sherry Hill. We happen to go to the 29th annual Katati Accordion Festival. You heard me right. Accordion Festival. Man, what a great time I had. It really was my fourth year going to the Accordion Festival. Sherry has been there, I believe, for the last nine consecutive years, decided to start taking me, and I'm glad she did. I mean, we saw the virtuoso I like to call him the Elvis of the accordion. His name is Corey Pesaturo. And Corey is an incredible accordionist. He makes an accordion sound like an entire band, like an orchestra. It is just amazing the kind of sounds that you can get from an accordion. Corey is on the forefront of the accordion world. And he pushes the boundaries on many fronts of what is possible with this unique and dynamic instrument. He's the only person to ever win the trio of world championships on the acoustic, the digital and jazz accordion, and the only accordion graduate of the New England Conservatory of Music in Boston, Massachusetts. In 2017, Corey Pesaturo became a Guinness World Record holder as the Red Bull flew him to Austria to break the marathon accordion record in which Corey played for over 32 consecutive hours. Corey's main contribution to this visionary thinking of the accordion and how it should be used is what he lives about. He's played, he's taught, and he's presented in modern music across the country and around the world. Corey Pesatura has two TED Talks and two Google Talks about all of this, and you can currently find those by Googling TED Talk Corey Pesaturo. That's P-E-S-A-T-U-R-O. And the reason I'm talking about this is because this is another great event 
that you can put into your list of fun things to do if you live in northern Nevada. It's the Katadi Accordion Festival. Next year, it's going to be happening mid-August 2020 in beautiful Katadi. You can get information about the Accordion Festival by visiting the website, katadifest.com. That's C-O-T-A-T-I-F-E-S-T dot com. Tell them Peter sent you. Today, we're looking at some of the things that you can do to increase the value of your home. And we also earlier were talking with Lee Adams from Crazy 80s Radio about his high school football that he's going to be broadcasting starting tomorrow night on Reno's Crazy 80s Radio Station, 93.7 FM. Bishop Minogue travels from northern Nevada to southern Nevada, Las Vegas, playing Desert Pines School in uh, at 7 p.m. And tune into the broadcast, and he's going to be having a whole lot of fun himself. Today, talking about that increasing in value of your home, right, what you can do. Let me tell you, a lot of people are not able to do that. They're not able to do things to increase the value of their homes because they're not a homeowner. They want to be a homeowner, but they just can't put it together. And they've got things going against them. Rising interest rates is not one of them, but rising home prices is. Median home price in northern Nevada Reno Sparks specifically, is over $400,000. That's a big chunk of money. That's almost a half a mil. I mean, you're talking about really, really big numbers when you're talking about a median home price of $400,000. So you have to have some things that fall in line with that so that you can afford to buy a home in that range. You have to have the income to support the mortgage on a property like that if you're going to get a mortgage. If you don't, then you have to find a way to maybe... Find somebody else to join you. Maybe your spouse is working, add her income in, and maybe now the two of you can find the necessary income to make the mortgage payment. If you're able to make the mortgage payment, then you have to ask yourself, is there enough stability in my life to where I can make it worth buying a home? Stability in your life. If you think you're going to be moving, if you don't like your boss, you don't like your job, yeah, you're making good money, but you're probably going to be quitting in two or three months. This is not the time to be looking to purchase a home. When is the right time to buy a home? I've had people ask me that for years and years. And I've learned that the question is always needs it always needs to be answered the same way. The perfect time to buy a home is when you need to buy a home. That's really it. It's not when interest rates are low. It's not when home prices are down or home prices are up. It's not when the market's going up versus the market going down. It's none of those things. It's about when it's right for you. And I think a lot of us many times are motivated by exterior forces. We hear that everybody's looking to buy a home. So if we don't own a home, there must be something wrong with us if we're not out there looking to buy a home too. You know what I mean? It's not always the case. Buying a home is really serious business. And I kind of think that when I bought my first home, maybe I bought because it was a hot real estate market and I was – hearing those messages and, well, you know, one thing led to another and I decided to buy a home because basically everybody else was buying a home and it sounded like it was the right thing to do. Well, I am one of those persons that will tell you that's not the right thing to do. I did that and it did not work out. I would have been better off to uh, sit on that thought and look around some more, do more research, talk to some experts, listen to a radio station about real estate what I'm saying is this. I made the decision too fast. I pulled the trigger faster than I should have. I wasn't really ready to buy a home mentally. It wasn't the right time for me, but I got talked into it being the right time. Look, the same thing can happen when you're selling a home. You might think you need to sell your home right now because everybody's talking about the amount of money they made on the sale. The market's up. It may go down, and you might be tempted to be selling your home just because the market says you should be selling the home. But that, that may not be right for you. You might need another five to ten years in that home before you're thinking about coming out of it. And maybe it's fear that is motivating you to think about selling your home now versus waiting until you're ready personally to sell that home. Fear is the same thing that happens when you're looking to buy a home. You're afraid you're going to miss out on a good deal. You're afraid that there aren't going to be any more homes to buy. You're afraid for whatever reason, right? I encourage you to be confident. I have a feeling that if you're not owning a home right now, it's probably because it's not right for you. The timing is not right for you. 
You don't have things together in your personal life. It's not just about the money, but it's about your life because when you buy a home, it is a commitment. You're saying, I'm going to own this home and I'm going to do what it takes to own a home in the foreseeable future. No plans on changing it in most cases. You know you're going to have to pay the maintenance, the utilities, the taxes. There's a lot of things that have to be done on that. If you have a mortgage, you've got to pay the mortgage. The house is going to need to be maintained. You'll have to take care of the maintenance or hire somebody to do that maintenance. But you have responsibilities and obligations when it comes time to buy a home. And maybe that's the reason that you haven't bought a home. You might think you just don't have the money or maybe you just don't have the wherewithal. But the reality is you may know that it's just not the right time for you. You love to travel, let's say. You don't like to do yard work. Uh, you, you know, you're not sure whether you like living in a particular area or not. You're better off not buying a home than having to deal with selling a home that you don't want or living in an area that you don't like or living in a city that doesn't offer you what you want. Don't get talked into buying a home if it's not right for you. I recommend that you think about buying a home maybe in six months. If you've been thinking about buying a home for the last six months, you may be ready to pull the trigger now. Six months is adequate time to understand why you want to buy a home, to talk to the other parties in your life, your spouse, your kids, your parents, whoever that party is in your life that is going to be impacted by you buying a home so you can work it out together. And trust me, people like to be included. And then you're going to do all the front work that you need to do before you're buying a home. You're going to see how much uh, of a mortgage you can get. Check your credit. See what your asset opportunities are like. Talk to some good lenders. Find out if there's any kind of encouragement, inducements, assistance that might be out there for first-time homebuyers if that's what you are. Sometimes you might be looking to buy in a community that is looking to uh, bring in as many people as they can. Maybe it's part of a new development area and they're offering certain incentives for people who are first-time homebuyers. I've seen some of those in other parts of the country. Oklahoma City, one in particular, Six months is what I recommend. Get started. Get the information. Get the research. Trust me, there's going to be plenty of homes to buy in six months. They're still going to be given mortgages somewhere in six months. And the prices are probably going to be somewhere around where they are today in six months. What you want to make sure of is when you pull the trigger that you're all in. And the last thing you want to do is be a reluctant homeowner. Next week on Nevada Real Estate Radio, we'll have more stats and data from the Northern Nevada real estate community. I encourage you to tune into our radio show. Tell your friends and family, too. We're on the air again, same time, same station, next week. Goodbye, everybody. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.